0: fierce fan media
1: they're like the they're like the puffy kind so instead so it's literally just like eggs and flour and sugar a little bit of milk and you like whisk it all together and you put it in like a glass dish or like a cast iron and you and a shit ton of melted butter and then you bake it and it gets all huge and puffy and then it like show me delicious I didn't know that it's like I can't I mean it's all deflated right now it at doesn't look French like a pancake shows. at all. It's not. It's like it's. They're very eggy. Yeah, I'm not impressed. Delicious. They're
2: referred to as like Danish pancakes, German pancakes, yeah. Dutch babies. Uh-oh. The ones that we make that we call German are the able stevers. The oh, able stevers, the yeah. yeah, and those taste like pancake though. Yeah, it's just pancake dough, but like yeah, it's like just I in have a bowl for it, so you just can mm-hmm. put whatever you want in the middle and then flip it over oh so see i don't cook, put anything no. inside them we make elbow skeevers
1: and then you rub them on butter and then dip them in powdered sugar
0: you so rub balls on butter, butter and then dip them in sugar we oh. stuff them just stuff
1: hmm. <laughs> 10 out of 10 recommend nom noms
0: <laughs> good <laughs> evening everybody welcome to the <laughs> weekly wind down stacy's explaining how to dip balls and sugar yeah mm-hmm. just another friday <laughs> wild wild friday night stacy's eating in every one of our episodes i swear to god
1: okay every, in my single, defense, every single day we record at dinner day. time here i'm hungry oh, and you live where you have doordash so that's
2: even better well sometimes right. yeah but also like can right. we talk about
1: how sometimes jackie has food just brought like like just appears with food in the middle of the podcast so don't act mm-hmm. like i'm the only one eating mm-hmm.
0: <laughs> Mm -hmm. She gets a whole right in the middle of the thing. Yeah.
1: Hey, Lincoln.
0: Hi, Spider-Man. He can't can't hear you. That one
1: time Weber was on, they just all of a sudden had like fresh big brownies.
0: I know. She hasn't made me brownies in years. Every time I tell the brownie debacle story, she makes someone else brownies and I get brownies. So (laughs) (laughs) Uh, we are joined tonight by our friend Amy. Amy came back um to talk to us about well we'll get into it later but what's everyone <laughs> drinking tonight i'm still drinking menage a because listen it's like six bucks at costco so i bought a ton of them so yeah menage a Trois
2: red blend Did i'm get. getting through all the reds that i got for christmas so this one is Malaire, Sim- simply red california red blend I'm drinking That's a Truly.
0: Friend. The same one from last week.
2: Yeah, yeah, I just put it in the fridge,
1: left it sit there until this week. Yeah, so I could have a third of a Truly. Really good,
0: turnt. I'm drinking my te- my Tennessee honey and Red Bull, my go-to. Oh, you don't even drink the sugar-free Red Bull, girl. Sometimes I do I actually. I go well. No, normally I drink it with my um my Zoas. From Dwayne Johnson, but I'm out and I'm waiting for my other ones to get delivered. And wow, those are so she could be like the Rock. I I wish for one day. <laughs> <laughs> Amy, what are you drinking? I am drinking a salted caramel white Russian with
3: Ooh. salted caramel moose knuckle moonshine. Yes, that is what it's called. My moose mother got knuckle? it, and I I don't think she understands the funny of it. <laughs>
0: But I got a good kick out of it. Moose knuckle moonshine—that sounds delicious. Yep, that's fun. What do you think about the ice cream moose feet? Isn't that what it's called? Moose Moose tracks. There we go. Eh, Moose tracks, moose feet, whatever. (laughs) All right. So, do we want to do politics first or cultural? Sad or happy?
2: You can do politics first. I feel like that's a.
0: A good starter. Happy. Okay. Oh, <laughs> Lincoln says happy. Mm-hmm. Um, so one of the reasons I asked Amy to come on, besides just genuinely liking her, is um we are in kind of similar situations as having kids under five years old under the vaccination age. Um,
2: mm-hmm. I
0: obviously only have one because you can hear him literally talking into the microphone oh. right now for some reason. And then um oh. Amy actually. She has two. So Mason is, Mason's three. And then, well, I mean, you can tell them.
3: <laughs> Mason's turning three, February 9th. And
0: Mackenzie
3: just turned six
0: months. Damn. So she got like baby babies. Yeah, I got baby babies. Um, So we're going to talk about kind of um, how we are a little bit of the... Forgotten group.
1: This is very appropriate for having a podcast
3: about, having <laughs> isn't it? Mackenzie's screaming in the other room
0: as we're as we're talking. So, people under five, um parents have just been kind of like left out to dry with this, and we're going to talk about that, and then we're going to talk about some of the differences between how things are being dealt with, if there is differences, and. Um, Pennsylvania, Amy lives in rural Pennsylvania, so not one of the major suburbs. Um, so a very red area. And the difference between that and um, we live in probably one of the most liberal areas of California, which is the Bay Area. So um, surprisingly, there's probably more similarities than not with kids under five because nobody gives a shit. <laughs> so um, recently, I'll start with kind of what's happened with us first. Um, so, as everybody knows, hang on everybody take a drink (laughs) (laughs) okay so uh, listen i am a firm believer in this virus is eventually we've missed our like opportunity to get rid of this virus it's we're not going to eradicate it the way that we have with essentially smallpox or polio, even though I understand that polio is still around in certain pockets of America or not America, but the world, I'm using it for like all intents and purposes. Like we've eradicated certain diseases from the planet. Even like malaria is really isolated to certain areas of the globe, Ebola. Like we do, we typically have a good response effort to disease that can become a pandemic. However, we've missed that opportunity now because we've let it mutate. Oh, too yeah, many times. Boat. Yeah. So <laughs> now we have to wait for it to become endemic, which means that we just kind of learn to live with it and we accept a certain amount of risk associated with it, a certain amount of sickness, a certain amount of death, um the same way that we do with the flu. And a lot of people don't know this, the bubonic plague is still around. Like even it started in the 1300s and it still pops up every now and then. So I I'm not under any false assumption that we're going to get rid of it at this point and I fully believe that everyone has different risk factors and you kind of need to weigh those and there's a lot of tools but the people with kids under 5 have been kind of forgotten. We don't have the same tools as everybody else. And everyone who's kind of like, well it's fine, I'm vaccinated, like my kids are vaccinated so like we're still going to go do things because we accept a certain amount of risk. That's great. I'm happy for you. But not all the kids are vaxed yet. They're not all vaxed and it puts us in this kind of precarious situation where we have to now be doubly on top of things because it's, um, Amy, why don't you go ahead and talk for a second?
3: (laughs) It's just absolutely crazy. I mean, we've been in this for how long now? And I, I have been more stressed the last, what is it? Three, three months that this Omicron came around. I have pulled my kids from daycare again.
2: Mm-hmm.
3: To the point I pulled them, they were home for 13 days for the Pennsylvania farm show. Jackie, you know what that is. Everybody goes and gets in this one little
0: building with all these no. farm animals. Well, it's like four degrees outside. So yes. they did it this year? Like they did it COVID? this
3: year with COVID masks optional yes there was no mask mandate none of that (laughs) yeah nothing so i pulled my kids i pulled my kids from daycare for that week i said you know i'm trying i'm trying my best to find a balance which is absolute because i don't i don't want them to live in a bubble but i have to keep them safe so Mm -hmm. that is super stressful so kept them out for 13 days they went back on monday Mason went back Monday. Mackenzie stayed home. She had a doctor's appointment. She went Tuesday. Wednesday, I got a call. A kid was exposed. Ugh. So that was Monday. So then Mason was exposed Monday. My kids have been home since. So it has, they have been home a lot. And I'm working from home. I
1: have gained more weight the last oh, three. I bet that's super easy working from home with two kids, right? <laughs> you can get so much work done. <laughs> <laughs>
3: Mason stood in my office today with packets of post-it stickers and spread them around my office. Like he was a flower girl just until the packets were empty. And he was like, look, I got them all out. Like, that's exactly what you were supposed to do, buddy. Good job. (laughs) But yeah, I, I, everything's insane. Like there's no, we went backwards we are forgotten. Nobody gives a shit. Like my parent, my well, my dad, who thinks I overreact about everything, every, anyway, and doesn't doesn't believe this is what the news makes
0: it out to be, and all that stuff. And I oh, think well, you're just go ahead. No, I don't want to. No, I don't want to cut you off. Go ahead. Look, <laughs> oh, but they're
3: all just like, oh, you're overreacting. The kids will be fine. Everybody's going to be fine. It's not as bad as the first one. But I'm not taking that risk with my kids, regardless of what it is. Lincoln was very sick. You know, my other friend, she had it and her son got it and he had a sniffle and you don't, you don't know, you don't know what's going to happen.
0: And it's
1: just
3: Well, they have
0: essentially no like medical history. So all of this you
1: don't know doesn't
0: affect kids that much, you know. Don't worry about it. Okay. Well, but I think what's really hard is before we started this, I kind of had an idea of what we were going to talk about. And I started thinking of like an analogy for it. Because I think what half of us on here now are fully vaccinated and are careful and still got COVID. Um, I think it's frustrating when people get onto you for being too careful because in my mind it's like oh I know can you drive too carefully because as of right now there's still a bunch of in in my mind there's still a bunch of fucking idiots that aren't vaccinated just like there's a bunch of fucking idiots driving on the road like can you be too careful no you know I mean I I know all of us are careful and wear our masks and do what we're supposed to do and still got it right I like like, I don't think there's too Careful. no
1: not at all and like I was mm-hmm. telling Jackie with how sick Lex was like I can't is still I can't imagine how sick she would have gotten if she wasn't fully vaccinated mm-hmm. and boosted and all that kind of stuff like totally like it it doesn't have anything to do with comorbidities or prior conditions mm-hmm. any sort of history like it just is something I'm sure it has something to do with the makeup of, of you and your chemistry and all that kind of stuff but nobody knows what that is so like right. To just be like, well, I'm healthy and I'm whatever, like, right. But maybe not.
0: Right. And like you
1: said with little kids, you don't know. They haven't been around very long.
0: Right. Well, and it's not here. It's really, well, that's one thing you don't know. And I'm not trying to roll the dice and find out (laughs) at this point what it's going to be. And I mean, we got lucky. Lincoln is okay. I mean, he got over the COVID and then immediately got a stomach bug, which is a whole nother set of stress because there's a super rare condition of small children that when they're recovering from COVID, um, four to two to six weeks, uh, afterwards, they can, um, get super sick with a, another virus that actually makes all of the organs, uh, swell and can kill them. So it's as soon as he got the stomach bug, because, um, some uh, vomiting and diarrhea is one of the symptoms. So that added a whole nother level of stress. And it's like, I, I understand that you can mitigate your risk and take risk. And I, we've always said on here that vaccines are a layer of protection, masks are a layer of protection, like all this stuff. Mm-hmm. But when you have a kid that can't get vaccinated and this virus keeps mutating and it keeps spreading and everybody is just kind of over it. It's, terribly frustrating and you feel really alone and you get real tired of everyone acting like you're crazy. And it's like, okay, but we're not the same place. Like you, you are, you feel safer. You know, that even if you get COVID, the likelihood of it killing you or putting you on a ventilator is super low. And I'm like, great. Right. But we have a three year old that is not in that same situation, not to mention the risks associated with getting long COVID. Mm -hmm. And we can't even protect him from that. Lex and I did all of the right things. We have followed all of the protocol all of the time. We've essentially completely isolated ourselves for the last few years, and he still got it. And I don't say that to be like, oh, poor us, whatever, because we got lucky. But the reality is, Stop treating parents with kids under five that like they're crazy. Stop forgetting that there's a whole swath of the population that isn't fucking vaccinated when you're running around doing all kinds of stuff. And stop behaving as if everybody has the option to get vaccinated because you even right. see people now, even people that I like and I follow on like TikTok and Twitter and stuff, they're just like, well, everybody knows by now, if you're not vaccinated, that's your problem right unless you sure, can't
1: get vaccinated but
0: we have the smallest yeah. most vulnerable yeah. of our population that can't and even my father is like oh kids will be fine you know blah 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 I'm like god damn you're just like willing to roll the dice with your right grandpa. like where do you I'm get like, that what?
1: information <laughs> from like yeah. what leads you to believe
0: well because statistically right like statistically right. he's going to be okay but there's still 800 kids that have you died
1: no yeah,
0: There's still 800 and that may not seem like a huge number in comparison to the 900,000 that have died in our country alone of this. But if you're one of the parents of those 800 kids... That's fucking brutal because you didn't have a choice and you're at the mercy of everybody else's responsibility. And that's what's so aggravating about it. This isn't one of those things like you can buy the safest car seat. You can, you know, make sure that they're in, they're learning to read at a young age. You can do the screen time. Like you can do all of the things correctly. And some fucking asshole can still be the ones that get them sick. Like it's just, everyone has seemed to move on from this pandemic. Even businesses, like we got rid of the, you know, at home COVID leave, you get rid of all this stuff because, well, everyone should just be back to normal by now. And it's like, hi, there's still people that have toddlers, like, and you're, you don't, nobody seems to care. And everything has been based around now, um, a population that should be vaccinated. And I, this is coming from a person that lives in a County that is 88% vaccinated. Like the majority of people where I live are vaccinated. 50 we're at 50%. No,
1: Amy,
0: in Perry stop.
3: County. You have no clue. I, I've said to Jax and Lex, I was like, I feel like I'm being gaslit. That is how yeah. terrible my mind is right now. I went through a point where I was like, I just feel like laying down and getting COVID because I feel like fighting this fight, is it's going nowhere. Like, But then you're like, well, you can't do that can't right. lay down you can't get it you oh. got kids you gotta you gotta keep mm-hmm. going and
1: it's like <laughs> that's 50
3: yeah and that's one shot i think it's at 48 for fully back like it's not even 50 for right fully. like mason's been waking up with what i just assume is growing pains at night screaming screaming my leg my foot my leg my foot screaming we didn't know i said jack do I have to take him to the hospital? Like, we did he hurt himself? Did he break something? I said, I can't take him to the hospital. We'll be there for 15 hours. I said, and I'm taking him for a pain. We take him in for a pain, he's gonna come out with COVID. He could get sick, Yeah, yeah. Like, what are you supposed to do?
0: We just, we feel, we feel really just left behind by everybody. <laughs> everybody yeah. and it's it's really isolating um and sad it's really isolating and sad so um I wanted to hear what you guys thought about it too that's kind of our experience with it but yeah, listen when they can get vaccinated my kid I'm gonna have him first and like this isn't a stance of I'm not getting my kid vaccinated I want everyone to work around me and deal with my fears and you know right. oh poor us i'm saying can can we all just hold it together until they they freaking are done with this trial period so that we can get our kids vaccinated and then you know what once everybody has the opportunity to be vaccinated then yeah I, whatever you do right, you. Right. <laughs> like if you don't want to get vaccinated right. at that point and you get sick eh, that's not really my problem well-
2: Another
3: crazy thing on, like, my specific situation is when I was pregnant, I got fully vaccinated. So my daughter was born with my antibodies. Therefore, she's also getting it through my breast milk. I've been breastfeeding this whole time. So she's getting all of those antibodies, even from when I was boosted. And I even have gone as far as I have been giving Mason my milk for the last two months. I don't know if it'll help
1: they but, didn't grow like horns or tails or become <laughs> magnetic or
3: no no it's amazing i mean still two eyes like he can't move things with his mind i mean he moves real fast but, sometimes right. i got like super speed but yeah he's like a little mini flash but other than that no no completely normal regular toddler
1: He's
2: going to be like Jack, Jack from the Incredibles (laughs) (laughs) running around.
1: It's just crazy to me because I mean, I think I have an outside perspective because I don't have kids, but I've worked with kids for a hundred million years. So, um, so I feel like sometimes people in my position, our opinions are discounted a little bit, which I think is crazy because we have valid opinions on the whole situation because we see things from a different perspective. Like you can't see the forest through the trees, like that kind of thing, you know? And it's interesting to me in my work life how many parents get upset with us when we say their kids have to have masks on inside. Like it's absolutely crazy to me. Like and we're talking about not even like all day at school which they're going to have to do anyways, but but like for 45 minutes when they're going to be running around and like it just it just I just don't get it. And I understand the arguments for like you know, not being able to read faces and that kind of stuff. Like I can, I can, I can even get with that. There's some really good social emotional help books out there that, you know, demonstrate emotions and faces and things like that. But isn't that like, so not as bad as getting COVID. (laughs) Like, so, so it just surprises me still that I'm, even when I was in Disneyland, like seeing parents that had masks on, but the kids didn't. And I'm like, what are you doing? Because you care enough that you put a mask on yourself. Yeah. And I Mm -hmm. saw parents, and this was at a time like when I went, this trip that I'm talking about, like masks weren't required outdoors. You were only required to wear them indoors. And so there were still parents wearing them outdoors. And I know one person that was like, hey, I know like even in that time period when it was like, if you're vaccinated, you don't have to wear a mask, those two glorious weeks of freedom. Um, that they're like, Hey, if we're going to be in Disneyland all day long, like, Hey, it's a shit ton of people. I want to wear a mask anyways. But if I'm going to expect my kid to wear a mask all day, I need to put a mask on. And so I'm really just, I have a hard time. And I get with young ones, it's hard to keep a mask on them. But if you're like actively trying, that's how they learn from you modeling and then for reinforcing behavior and that sort of stuff. So I just am like, we
0: have a limited window of how long Lincoln will wear a mask for. Like it's about an hour to an hour and a half. And then he's not going to, but Mm -hmm. I also wouldn't take my kid to Disneyland right now. Like there's some, there's some things you have to forfeit that are disappointing and you're bummed about.
1: There's some risk benefit analysis that goes in that. I feel, I felt at that time comfortable going fully vaccinated as an adult. That's very different than a, than a child going. And so I just feel like, yeah, does it, does it suck to not do stuff like that? Like, yeah, but it's such a small inconvenience in the grand scheme of things that I'm still just so shocked How cavalier people seem to be about the welfare of their children.
0: We asked everyone when we went on Lex's 40th birthday trip this last August before Omicron was out, when vaccines were still preventing (laughs) this disease, um, because Lincoln couldn't be vaccinated, we asked all 15 people to take a test before they walked in the door and... And every single person who was there was vaccinated. Mm-hmm. And, and all no of our, one... all of our friends were still like, yeah, absolutely. Because yeah. they didn't want to risk the one person who couldn't be vaccinated. Of course. There. So it's just, it, it it's really, just... ma- the the baseline of basic human, basic humanity mm-hmm. has just gone away. Yeah. It's just fucking gone mm-hmm. away. And it's been replaced by this selfish indignant, um, egotistical, almost narcissistic behavior. That is, it just fucking grosses me out. My own father who came to visit with my sister, not this one, a different one. There's a lot of us. (laughs) They're not vaccinated. And I asked him to wear a mask around Lincoln and he still got attitude. And it's like,
1: you're unvaccinated. You just traveled here.
0: Right. We know you don't right. follow
1: any COVID guy. But because he got
0: <laughs> attitude like when we met with him, I, we met outside. I made sure, you know, like we did all of the things outside. We didn't stay in my house or anything. But it's just when you can't even trust your own father who he's that's his grandson mm-hmm. to behave in a way because they disagree with me. I want to follow it up with this too. Your own father obviously is my father too who what? when he had COVID thought he was going to die mm-hmm. still won't get vaccinated and has an issue with it. Like literally thought he was going to die. Still won't do it. Child. It's it's crazy. When our stepmom called to tell us about it, she was like, your dad's very, very sick and we're not sure if he's going to make it. And I was like, okay. Yeah. And Jackson, choices Jackson. have consequences, huh? <laughs> i was just like yeah i mean that that could happen yeah <clears throat> i think it's like you're saying Jax. for somehow science turned into politics and i don't know when that happened well or why, and like
1: here like I, I don't really give a shit because she's not listening to this podcast but i'll use my ex-sister-in-law as an example okay okay so she is my ex-sister-in-law um And she's not a doctor. Her name is this and it rhymes with this. (laughs) She's not not got any advanced coursework in science.
0: Epidemiology.
1: Or anything. Mm -hmm. (laughs) And she's got no coursework. (laughs) Um, (laughs) And so it's shocking to me. Both my niece and nephew are eligible for the vaccine. They're both old enough she puts on kind of a show about keeping them safe, but all through even the early parts of of COVID, you know, when you're not supposed to be in your bubble and all that stuff, she's letting them have sleepovers, do all kinds of shit. Lives with her mom who has COPD. Mm -hmm. None of them are vaccinated except for her mom. And it's like, you know, her reasoning is my favorite line. There's just not enough research. And I'm like, Bitch, what are you researching? Who are you talking to other than Facebook? Because you've not done a lot of research. I was going to say on anything, but I think I could just stop that. Like, you've not done a lot of research, period. Ever on anything. And so I could respect that opinion a lot more if she was like, hey, I talked to my pediatrician. Yeah. And these are the concerns he or she has about my kid's specific deal. Yeah. Sure. They don't have any, any medical conditions, nothing. So I can't imagine, but it's just like, there's just not enough research. Like there's so, there's all of the research, depending on where you look, because like we've talked about ad nauseum, mRNA vaccines, not new. We actually have done a lot of research. We just haven't funneled massive amounts of money into that research until now. They've been around for 20 years. Yeah. So it jumped forward really quick, but it just gets me when I'm like,
0: They're using MRNA now to cure HIV. Like MRNA is a fucking modern medical miracle. It's a medical miracle. It
1: just gets me. And like, I think I'm a pretty intelligent person. You know what? I'm not a fucking doctor, a scientist. I'm not any of those things. So I'm smart enough to go, you know what? I'm going to trust the people who have done that research and who have, you know, published papers and have published research. And I, and I understand how that process works and the amount of vetting that goes into that also. And I'm going to trust their opinion on it. And when I have questions about my own personal medical um, care, I talk to my doctors about that. And so I'm like, you haven't even done that. So you are willing to expose your chronically ill mother, who not even just chronically ill, but has COPD. So if she were to get COVID, like she'd probably die. And Even vaccinated. Even vaccinated. Uh Yeah, her mother's vaccinated, but with, you know, she's, she's got COPD. She's not got healthy lungs. And my brother who has a pacemaker defibrillator, like he's got cardiomyopathy. You're willing to expose both of them on a regular basis to the kids who aren't vaccinated because there's not enough research. And I'm just like, well, and then the other thing that drives me crazy
0: is the, the talk back of Well, everything keeps changing. Every time something new happens, they they change the standards, they change whatever. Yeah, because that's how science fucking works. works. When data, new data shows up and even reasonable people, when presented with new information, your opinion or your stance changes based on that data and that research. Yeah, guess what?
1: I used to count on my fingers (laughs) and then I learned how to do mental math and I don't do that as much anymore. I I learned and I grew And now I do things differently.
0: Do do you know what I appreciate for me being somebody who's not very political or has gotten into really in depth with the COVID stuff until it blew up is that I do appreciate that. I know that I feel like the researchers and the doctors and the scientists that are constantly updating us on what's going on are doing that for the people who are listening and know they're going to get a ton of backlash for the oh, people yeah. who aren't. So I I appreciate because I feel like they put themselves out there like for us, mm-hmm. you know, because we do listen to them and we want to know what the latest news is. And you got all these other people. Oh, you see, they can't even make up their fucking mind what you have to do. Well, right. Because if they're studying it. And yeah, you're not picking a it fucking it. football team <laughs> that you right. like. Like it's a growing yeah. and changing disease. It, it, it's a virus that pre- continuously mutates. I appreciate that they continually put themselves out there knowing all the fucking bullshit that people are saying. If, about if them. they if they prescribe to any amount of common sense, the reason that they have to keep changing the standards and the reason that they, they're tracking the mutations and that they're trying to get a hold of it they haven't been able to cure the common cold in the last 200 years of modern medicine or right. 70 years of modern medicine. And I know people are like, well, that's because big pharma makes millions off of day. Okay. Like that's not what it is. It's because a coronavirus is constantly mutating and constantly changing because every time it infects a new person, it mutates and changes because it's, sole intention is to survive. So even if it has to change to a lesser version, it's still going to mutate and change. And now because you can see it in real time, that's what's so fascinating. People don't believe it. You see it in real fucking time because Omicron is so contagious. It's mutating upon mutating upon mutating. There's like four different strands of Omicron out there now. And some of them are combined with Delta. They had a little sick fucking weirdo mucus baby. And then there's, Mm -hmm. what was that? What stealth Omicron? There's regular Omicron. Mm -hmm. Like it's happening in real time. And Omicron showed up in what? November, October. And it's already mutated this many times. And we're not even all the way through January yet. Like. I, I just, it's, it's the same people that tell me they don't fucking believe in climate change as we watch the West burn half the country be underwater. Flor- Florida is going to be underwater by 2050. That's a fact. Now that is a fucking fact. It's going to be underwater by 2050. Is it really? Yes. Because the polar ice caps are melting at a, a fucking rate that we weren't prepared for, and all these ideas of buildings—oh, so, don't get me on the. Whew, yeah. over this? No. <laughs> 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 What's but that going to create? Is it going to create? Uh, this is probably a different podcast, yeah. but I yep, don't, different <laughs> podcast. But it's like these people who are still like, well, I don't know. I don't know if it's like. I mean, like, yeah, it's hotter, but and yeah, it's colder, but like, I don't know. Is there really climate change? And it's like what what else do you need to see bro mm-hmm. like what else do you need to see what else and they keep telling us it's not too late i personally think it is and they're just giving us fucking like reason to, to try and improve. hold on yeah okay. but i i mean i think it's too late if florida's gonna be underwater in our lifetime in our fucking lifetime Sorry, it's Aaron. too late how we'll do people miss you. not think climate change is real like it's been going on since the dinosaur. how do people not think fucking corona the covid's real yeah that's true how do people think that hillary clinton was running a sex operation out of a pizza parlor from the basement that has no basement i, no, I don't know, know why people hillary think hillary <laughs> clinton's good name but the good name, of
1: pizza. <laughs>
2: <laughs> <laughs> the good name <laughs> of
0: pizza so i i just wanted to remind everybody all of our listeners that there are still some of us out here who are still stuck in a year ago while the rest of the world moves on without us. So have a little bit of patience and grace for those parents who have kids under five. If you are a supervisor or you employ people that have toddlers and they need to take time off because they're trying to protect their kids, can you just imagine what you would do if you were in their situation? Like we we're fortunate. Okay. I can work from home when I need to. I'm a director. Lex can work from home if she absolutely needs to. We're also in a much more liberal state. But Lincoln's daycare got closed this week because his best friend got COVID. Eli got COVID for those that are keeping up with Eli. Mm -hmm. So as an exposure, they closed the classroom down. What are those parents who don't have those options supposed to... Everyone's out of sick time. Everyone's out of vacation time. Everyone's kind of screwed. So do... Remember... Humanity should be the bare minimum. Having a little empathy should be the bare minimum. And believe me, when I tell you that your employee does not want to be home with a fucking quarantine kid to work, they're not trying to get out of their job. They would much rather go to their office and deal with whatever their normal work life is than try to entertain (laughs) a fucking three-year-old for a week, a week when they've been exposed. Mm. Like, I, I just... I wish the default on people wasn't worst case scenario. Oh, they're trying to get away with something. Oh, they're trying to do this. Oh, they're trying to do that. How about just fucking a little bit of believing and understanding and empathy, fucking empathy. We we had to close real quick.
1: We had to close our buildings down. um, Because I mean, obviously Omicron is just spreading like crazy, but also like, Throughout the entire organization, just every department had so many people out that it just wasn't feasible to be open to the public anymore. Doesn't mean no one's working. It doesn't mean, and in fact, in most buildings, we were open by appointment only. And I cannot tell you how many comments I saw that were like, oh, I hope everyone's enjoying their COVID vacation. And I'm like, you think we're not working? It's 2022. We're not new to this. Like, I could work from home entirely with just a phone. I wouldn't even need a computer. And so it was just so funny. Again, like you said, everybody jumps to like the, the, just the worst, whatever, like, oh, so now they're all just getting paid. Are we going to get our tax money back? And it's like, no, man, we're all still working. We just don't want your germs in here. And we don't have enough people to like staff everything anymore. We're trying to cover. So actually a lot of us are doing twice as much work because we have people out. And that's for those of us who work
0: at home. The essential (laughs) workers, the ones that have to go in and now their kids can't be in school and now their daycares are closed and now all this shit is happening. Or like the start, like, especially
1: out here, Starbucks, no, like they're not open indoors. There's no mobile orders. They're limiting their hours. And a friend of mine was complaining about it. And I was like, they can't staff the store. So many people are out due to quarantine or they have COVID or whatever. Like, they, I'm sorry, were you inconvenienced because you had to wait in the drive through line? And you know who the biggest
0: complainers are? The fucking people that aren't vaccinated that yeah. cause all mm-hmm. of this shit. Uh-huh.
2: Totally.
0: That's so and true.
2: This is the new beginning of COVID, where we were all in this together, where we were watching oh, John Krasinski gone. do his, like, something good. Nope, gone. <laughs> all Everybody the celebrities were singing and Imagine. And baking bread. Yes. <laughs> Well, that's my whole
3: kicker I mean, life. In. I'm not even, this isn't even like how, I'm not stuck where I was. I'm in like a whole new realm of hell with this Omicron. Yeah. Like, it is, it is not beginning pandemic. I keep, like, I was so good then. I was nope. telling Jackie before you guys got on, I wind down every night with a Benadryl is how yeah. I have to shut my mind off every mm-hmm. night because I'm breastfeeding. I can't take anything. Most of the time, alcohol makes it worse. I take a Benadryl every night to sedate myself. (laughs) I like that too, though.
1: Alcohol makes my anxiety worse. But Mm -hmm. also, like, when I think about the beginning of COVID, when everybody was, like, wearing gloves at the gas station and, like, Lysoling their groceries and stuff, our city would get, like, four cases a day. And I'm looking now and it's like, oh, we had 237 cases today. And it's like, Jesus, like, it's so bad.
0: Mm-hmm. Yeah. That's that is- actually a real thing. The um, drinking and anxiety, they call it hangxiety. And it's an actual, like, biological thing that happens to your brain and your body and stuff. Oh, totally. That's interesting that you said that. Yeah. Yeah. This is the first drink I've had in a long time. And I was like, I'm coming on. I got to drink something. And- <laughs> Before we move on to our like pop culture, cultural stuff, just a PSA for parents, because listen, my kid goes to a bougie preschool. I'm not even going to lie about it. My wife and I are very fortunate. We have a lot of privilege that other people don't have. I'm not saying we don't. So I know for a fact, a lot of those people who their kids also go to my bougie ass preschool work from home. Okay, so I'm not talking about the essential workers here. That's why I'm saying this. I'm trying to make it clear. I'm not talking about the people who are bagging groceries. I'm not talking about other essential workers who are. They have to go to work. They're cleaning buildings. They're they 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 have no option. There's no option for them to work from home. If your kid is fucking sick, keep them home with you. I get it. It sucks. It super sucks. I've got Spider Man that just came back in just now. Like. <laughs> It's It's hard to do your job, job. but exposing 15 other children to whatever your kid has is not fair. It's not fair to everyone else. Again, baseline, a little bit of empathy, a little bit of humanity, like a little bit of humility and, and take that time and keep your kid home to make sure that they're safe. And I get it. Fucking toddlers always have a runny nose. They're all, they've always got something. And so you could think your kid just has a cold because he's not that sick. But he may have COVID. They may have COVID, and you could risk a bunch of other kids that aren't going to fare as well as yours. So, if you have the means and the ability to keep your kid home, because you may expose them to an essential workers kid who doesn't have that option, and now they're going to be out, and now they can't make any money, and now we're struggling to pay rent and put food on the table.
1: well, that, well, that's what is a lot ask. of, I feel like we're getting a look into what
0: it's like to try and work from home with a toddler. Right? Well, that's what I was going to ask for those of you that do have kids in daycare. And I don't know if this is part of what the child relief tax was for, but what about the parents who, cause I know daycare is like really expensive. And like you said, not everybody can work from home. If your kid is exposed or whatever has COVID and you have to keep them home, is the, is the daycare. Cause I know if you just don't take them, the daycare still charges you because you're paying like per day, per week or per whatever. So if you're having to stay home and let's say those people that can't work from home, they're still having to pay for that daycare and not work. So they're like getting double, they're, they're losing double. Yeah. yeah.
1: And yeah. And like you said, they might not be able to work from home. I know our teleworking policy says that you cannot provide care to a dependent while you're working.
0: Uh, if it, it doesn't allow kids. you,
1: yeah, it doesn't allow you to provide care while you're working. That
0: sucks. Mm-hmm. So, so, well, because you're not working. Because you're again, not the working. baseline is not empathy. Mm-hmm. Man, so because you're- we live in a capitalistic, soul sucking society that would rather see you go insane than than do the bare minimum for your family.
3: For Some reason Pennsylvania did pull through with the uh still having the emergency sick leave that we, yeah, are we
1: had some additional leave you could use for like the first year and a half, maybe it's that coming was back for stuff week. like that, yeah. So, especially the ones who were like having to do distance learning and stuff. Like, I know a couple people who would like a couple days a week, they just didn't work for three hours in the morning or whatever because they were having to do distance learning. So, there was that, but not everybody not everybody can get it
3: though yeah Yeah. this is only for state workers that we have the emergency leave like it's
0: that sucks it's super fucking hard yeah Mm -hmm. it's super hard and then god forbid then you have the stress if your kid actually is sick then you have the stress and because try explaining to a three-year-old that you're on a conference call and you're sorry that they don't feel well but you, you need them to stop coughing because you're trying to take this call with whoever like, right, good, right. good luck with that. Ew. Yeah, let, up me, let me, let me tell you something about toddlers. They don't give a shit. Nope. As far as zero fucks, like the, Lincoln threw They're such masters. a temper tantrum today that my wife was in tears and Lincoln was just like, what are we having for lunch? Like <laughs> they don't care. <laughs> they do not care. <laughs> If you can ever obtain that level of, like, the world mm-hmm. is about me. Mm-hmm. <laughs> yeah. uh, so let's just be patient, guys. Not to mention, we're, the healthcare workers are buckling. The healthcare system mm-hmm. is buckling under this three-year barrage of illness. And because guess what? It's not just COVID patients in there either. There's people that need heart transplants, lung transplants, people that get in car accidents, people that get shot, people that have all kinds of things wrong with them. They, they have been asked. I also don't think it's a coincidence that the nursing field is so, so heavily subjugated to this. And you see nurses and teachers taking the brunt of this. And I don't think it's a coincidence that both of those fields are heavily dominated by women Mm -hmm. and they are just continually asked to do more, do more, do more without the extra pay, without the extra consideration, without the extra anything. Like teachers were thrown back into the fire in COVID with kids that aren't trained to wear masks either because they don't want to, their parents didn't care, or they're too little to really like do it all day long. Um, they're asked to do more with less. We've asked them that for years. There's teachers that are covering three, four classes at a time because there's nobody there to watch kids.
1: Every single teacher I know does not get a prep because they're, they're subbing somebody else's class during their prep.
0: Right. So you're seeing the healthcare. And let me tell you something. If you think the healthcare system can survive without nurses. No. <laughs> yeah, right. So I just off the top of my head and I know we all know people and stuff like that, but I, I know three nurses. One of them has been nursing for over 20 years. She, you, you've talked to her before, Jax. She was a medical, she was a cardiac um, ER nurse. She's done all of the nursing things. She's been doing she's been a travel nurse for the last two years to try to help.
1: Oh, so she's rich.
0: Yeah, she's
1: done. <laughs> she's yeah. like I can't do anymore. Yeah. She's
0: she's literally quitting and leaving the country with her husband. She's yeah. like Oh, the one who thought it was all bullshit at the beginning. I don't want to say her name. Yes. She's <laughs> she's done. She's like, I Has can't. She changed her mind about that now. And, uh, you know, I don't get into that with her because yeah. it's just like not like she, uh, she says it without saying it. Saying. You know, it, it, it's like, tell me you're over it without telling me that you're over it. Like, mm-hmm. tell me you tell me I was right without telling me I was right. <laughs> <laughs> so, so it's just kind of like, but I feel bad for her, you know, because when we talk, she's just like, there's no beds available. Um, emergency rooms can't take anybody. She's working right now in uh, um, kind of more eastern Arkansas. They're, they're they're looking for beds all the way down in Texas for, their Which, for the dumb
1: dums listening or maybe just the people who don't know. Because I can't believe how many times I've read this on Facebook, and it just irritates me when they say there's no beds available. They don't mean physical pieces of furniture,
0: right? So the when mean you're, people,
1: right, <laughs> they mean staff available or potentially ventilators, equipment, things right. like that. What, unfortunately, I've spent a fair deal of time as a visitor in an ICU room, and. They are usually a one to one or two to one ratio, right. um, and so and so that is that is one nurse per every one patient or two patients, depending on severity and things like that and how the hospital is set up. Mm-hmm. But when you don't have that staff, you cannot provide intensive care. Intensive mm-hmm. care involves literally constant monitoring and changing medications. Like I, I all of the times I have spent in an ICU. There was not one moment when that nurse was not doing something, charting, changing medications, like literally not, not one second. And so when they say no beds and people are like, I went to the hospital and it wasn't even busy, like, right. But your hospital might only have an ICU capacity of like four. Mm -hmm. So you just got to like, you know, think about that. Your hospital might only have two ventilators. Also, well,
0: people are not super humans. They're going to burn out. And we're getting to the point oh now where yeah. they, are, they are burnt out. People are done. If It's hard to continue helping somebody when they will not fucking help themselves. Mm-hmm. So it's like, I don't blame them. I think it's sad because I think we're losing a lot of good people. Yeah. But I don't blame them. I'm like, you know what? You earned it. You worked your ass off for the last two years. Fuck these people, man! And not everybody, but damn. Also, who the <laughs> fuck do you think you are to walk into a hospital and you determine whether or not they're busy and can take care? Like, who the, Again, who the right? fuck oh, do listen, you think you are? They've
1: done the research. Like,
0: can you walk into someone's house and because their their bathroom's not destroyed, you can tell them, "Oh, you don't really suffer from depression. Your your bathtub was clean." Like, who the fuck do you think you are? The odd, the fucking audacity mm-hmm. of people is mind blowing to me to think that they are smarter or better or have some inside track to individuals who have devoted their life to studying and helping people, their their actual fucking life. What have you done, Kevin? Like, honestly, what have you fucking done? What's your longest relationship besides the one with your left hand and kid rock? Like what, what have you committed to for that length of time for you to have any parallel or capacity to compare anything like I I wouldn't trust half these fucking people to walk my dog, much less walk into an ICU and self-determine how many people are allowed in or how much fucking room they have. Fuck all the way off. That's true. Fuck all the way off. Like you have no fucking idea what you're talking about. And I'm going to be real honest. Kevin, Karen, Chip, Chad, Brett, everyone's tired of hearing from you. Everyone shut your fucking mouth. Let the professionals handle it. It's like, it's like these fucking dudes who are like, well, I, I, you know, if my knee hadn't gone bad in high school, I'd be playing pro ball. Really? Um, Why don't you go out on the O-line of any pro team and fucking see what happens? Right, I guarantee you, like, you won't be walking for six months.
1: Recruiters were out there while you were in oh high school. Oh my God. It's just these,
0: these fucking people that they think that because, oh, I've been to a hospital before, they have any idea of the inner workings. Do you question the pilot about his approach for landing every time you get on a fucking plane? Do you go back to a kitchen and ask the chef to see his degrees before he makes you a fucking meal? Are you out there protesting at your? stupid ass nascar races asking to see what kind of oil they're using like fuck off stay in your lane and shut up everyone's tired of hearing your bullshit everyone yeah Yeah. oh i hate it's like the it's like the proof is in the pudding so you've got all these fucking dum dums running around and look at what happened now i'm gonna need a minute (laughs) she's wiling (laughs) out next
3: door i'll be right (laughs) back.
0: It's like, look, I mean, look at what's happened. COVID is running rampant. It's out of control. At this point, we all have just come to the fact that we're probably all going to get it and it's not going anywhere because of people like that. Like they're just, well, they're really smart because they scroll Facebook every night. Yeah, they do their research. It's like, this is what it's come to. And and Jax, you always said you knew this was what it was going to come to if everybody didn't get on board. And obviously not everybody's going to get on board. It's exactly what fucking as soon happened. as it became political, it was never a possibility to eradicate this disease. The moment it became left versus right, it was never going to go away because Republicans will. And we have a certain
1: one, Trump. one term Trump. twice impeached former president that we can thank for that. Thank you, Trump. You know what? We can blame
0: Trump, but people have autonomy and people oh, make I know their own they decisions. Do. I'm just
1: saying he set the tone for that. Oh, yeah the China virus and all that yeah. shit like that came from somewhere very specific.
0: Well, it it's the same people that say, well, the Holocaust may not have happened. I'm sorry, what? Right. Like, what now? Like, the Holocaust may not have happened. Like, are you fucking kidding me? And Frank was full of (laughs) shit. She completely fabricated the entire thing. I'm so fucking tired of these people. I'm so tired of them. The Holocaust Museum (laughs) is a front. Yeah, Yeah, it's all made up.
1: People are literally crazy.
0: Yeah. And they've gotten fucking crazier and
1: stupider. And yeah, more brazen, too. You, you put Before, crazy people used together. to just keep their crazy sh- conspiracy theories to themselves. Well, you guys no. have heard
0: about the 80-year history cycle, right? Mm. Every 20 years there's a different, like, turn. And oh, yeah. Yeah. So, Julie, you know what I'm talking about? No. Okay, so, every 80 years, history completely repeats itself. And not necessarily, like, verbatim, but I mean, right. kind of, because people are fucking lazy and stupid. It's human so, nature. We're, we're going to repeat our mistakes. Right. So the boomers, they... So at the end of, of World War II, ended the last 80-year cycle. And that started a new one. So you have the prophets. They come first, who are the boomers, who I fucking hate calling them prophets because they're the most selfish motherfuckers on the planet right now. But they're the ones that kind of... They were the recipients of all the wealth and prosperity that the generations before them brought and kind of like the the tone that was set by the greatest generation who were their parents, the ones who like really buckled in and really fought for their country and went to World War II and like like the Vietnam know. veterans and stuff like that. The no, We're not there yet. But oh. so the boomers, they're <laughs> they're considered the prophets. And then we go into tier to turn two, which is is kind of like um the the like nomads, the wanderers. They they had parents that kind of benefited from all this stuff. So it gave them a lot of um, privilege. They could kind of do what they wanted. They 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 had this kind of freedom to kind of choose their own paths and uh, make it the world of what they are. That's Generation X. Then you get to the millennials. The millennials are considered the heroes um, in this 80-year span. So the heroes are the ones that now have to deal with all of the bullshit that was created by the boom of the prophets who got rich off of everybody else's suffering and weren't paying any attention to anything that was going to happen next. They're, they're the ones that millennials (sighs) are the ones born before 86, right? No, we're, we're 1980 through like 2000. So, okay. Okay. So we're, we all, so we're the ones that are going to be like, no, this is bullshit. This is, we're going to change it. We're going to do all this. And at the end of that 20 period, we're in this like episode of chaos and this episode of chaos, which was the Civil War, uh, World War II, um, the Revolutionary War, they all fell into this particular 20 year period that we're living in now. Oh and God. the heroes, the millennials are going to be the ones that are kind of going to point out the changes that need to be made and do our best to implement it. And it's going to actually benefit the next generation, which is Z and Alpha, because they kind of fall into the same ones. Now we can't determine Alpha yet because there's still too little ge- Lincolns and Alpha. Stacy's kids are Gen Z and they're considered the artist because they were raised by the heroes. They have this more whimsical, like no, we want justice. We want social rights. We want all of these things. And they're going to take all of the, the upheaval and chaos that the millennials caused because they were so fucking tired of the way the world was going. And they're going to be the ones that, that push it forward. So we're, we will be in this next cycle, what the silent generation was to the last and these new kids are going to be the boomers, but it's going to be different because every stage of chaos brings tranquility for a certain period of time. So the millennials, because we've pushed so hard for, yeah, fuck you, climate change, Israel, and you need to do something. And no, fuck you. I'm not going to die at my desk and you're going but to give But you're me battling these r- against this whole other era yeah. that is destroying everything, really. Right. Ah. So what came at all these 20, uh, all these 80 year periods, like I said, revolutionary war, uh, the civil war, the, um, world war II, and it goes, way. you can track all these 80 year periods all the way back to the beginning of the human race. But if we can push through this and make it through and stick to what we're saying and stick to our guns, it's, it's going to benefit everybody in the long run. So the world. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Uh, let's move on to cultural. Stacy,
2: I um, picked a whole bunch of topics for you guys based on kind of their headlines and not um, just interesting articles and not so much their talkworthiness. So we're, I'm going to bring them up, but they're going to be um, kind of quick because I don't know how much we can talk about them. The first one is that Um, Peter Dinklage, who is the he's well known for being in Game of Thrones. He's a little person. He um, Oh, good. He's such a good actor. Yeah, he's real cool. He was probably my favorite in Game of Thrones. Um, He spoke out because Disney announced that they're doing a remake, a live action remake of Snow White. And he's like, uh, So you're redoing this story where there's these seven dwarfs. They're not changing the name that live in a cave. Like, have I not done justice to try to, you know, shed some light on the fact that that's not okay. Right. Um, And I thought that was really interesting. And Disney came back. Let me look at the article and said that they're going to do something more modern. I'll find the exact quote in just a second, but, um, That they're doing something more modern with it. Um, He actually said, have I done nothing to advance the cause from my soapbox? I guess I'm not loud enough. And Disney says, to avoid reinforcing stereotypes from the original animated film, we are taking a different approach with these seven characters and have been consulting with members of the dwarfism community. We look forward to sharing more as the film heads into production after a lengthy development period um you just shouldn't have had to say that before they did that right I'm you curious know? what they're doing to be progressive and to be politically correct are these dwarfs gonna be called something else number one because I don't think that dwarf is uh very politically Germany anymore politically correct and are they gonna be computer animated because I feel like if they're asked, if they need seven little people in the in that are actors, they would have asked Peter because he's fantastic. And so the fact that he wasn't even approached mm-hmm. to take the, a role, I'm wondering if they're not going to be real people in this live action remake. So what do you guys think? Do you have any opinions?
0: Yeah, I'm gonna do mine real quick and then I'm gonna be done because I I don't care about Disney the way you guys all do. Okay, <laughs> fucking <laughs> don't remake it. There, there's a million other fucking disney movies that you can remake and this one is like there's enough we, we have enough fucking anger and hatred and discrimination and stereotyping of people and listen i'm not hitting on snow white it was made a long time ago before we knew better but the, as the saying goes when you know better do better and if you can't find a way to tell the story without persecuting an entire group of people don't fucking remake it for in the name of money that that's all well, i think all they're I'm...
2: going down the list because if you, if you look at like they mm, did dumbo skip it. they did lion king oh, they totally. did you skip know it. It, it and like they're going down the old school list of yeah and movies. doing live action but if
0: if you can't do better if you can't do better don't do it
2: that's my I mean, opinion they say that they're doing like a sure a more right but, but, what but then this, it
1: just makes me think too like first of all i just want to say it, like Rachel Zegler, who's playing Snow White, I I'm excited to see that because I love her yeah. and I think she's delightful. That aside, yeah, it's 2022. What are we doing? Like, I still don't. And Seven Dwarves mind Train, delightful ride. Why do we call it that? That was built in Disney World. It was new when I went in 2014. Uh, dwarf still not still not a cool thing to be like he's saying referring to people living under you know living in caves and that sort of shit yeah like like just yeah yeah, great do better tell a new new snow white story Mm
2: -hmm. you've taken artistic liberties with lots of things or like you said just don't remake it don't remake it let kind of let it go is like one of those things oh it was appropriate for the time it's not now right they're not making a song of the south live action remake like
1: (laughs) there's some stuff we leave in the past because it it was it's not cool
2: anymore we know better now and i'm not
0: advocating for snow white to be pulled off the shelves or anything like it's part of disney history but do we really need to relive it in 2022 probably not like is anyone dying to see the Snow White remake? Like, fuck them. Like, just do something else.
2: A lot of them, I, do- I wish they hadn't redone. Will Smith did okay as the genie. He was fine. Yeah, but the whole movie was too hip-hoppy for me. Right. I like still didn't need to do just, that. They didn't, they didn't need to it modernize it and leave Robin Williams alone. He, he was the genie.
1: Leave it. I enjoy the... Of like the live action remakes, the one that I really can appreciate was Maleficent. Like I don't mind seeing mm-hmm. that from a different oh, yeah. character's perspective. I don't need to see a live. Let's action get some villain story stories, story. Right. right? Like I don't need to see a live action frame by frame remake of an animated movie. Agree. Right. Like maybe maybe if they would have done Beauty and the Beast from the Beast's perspective or something like change change it somehow. And I love Disney. I'm like the busy, biggest Disney fan in the world I didn't hate Dumbo because it was such a longer more drawn out story than the well, cartoon I just- what I'm
2: thinking is maybe they need to stick with the ones that, where the main character is an animal or can't be made into because like Beauty and the Beast wasn't very good no. uh, but Lion King was not bad uh, yeah yeah so maybe they need to stick with more animals. Yes. Or, or some origin, <laughs> origin stories
1: or yes, villain like, so
2: stories or tertiary characters or something. Yeah, because I think Little Mermaid was a pretty big flop too. It hasn't come out yet. Oh, I thought it did. Mm-mm. Oh, well, I haven't heard much about it. Do better, um, Disney. Either. Come on. Do better. Okay, another one um, that I saw that kind of piqued my interest. Was, I guess it started happening in 2018, but there's a TikToker that is a teacher that she posted about this um, thing that she did where she taped hockey pucks under her students' desks to be thrown at an active shooter that gets into the classroom. And she was met with 50 50 of people saying, What a great idea! Even if it's just a distraction, it might distract the shooter enough for somebody to take him down. And 50% of the people saying that's just causing anxiety in the classroom for kids to have to worry about, Oh, this is kids are already worried about it. That I need to have a puck. Like, so I was curious what you guys thought about that too. Good idea or bad idea.
0: I think they're looking at it right. wrong as usual. Like it's not actually about the hockey puck. Like you're debating whether not you, but rhetorically, like you're debating whether or not this kid, this teacher's causing more anxiety. This teacher is trying to to do anything to help yeah, her students feel safer. Like the kids are already going through active shooter drills in their school. I, I feel it necessary to remind people that twenty first graders were shot up in Sandy Hook Elementary, and people still won't give up their their gun or not even give up their guns. Allow for stricter regulations involving guns. So, like, no hate on this teacher at all. She's doing. If you can give your students anything, anything to make them feel even slightly more secure. She's doing the right thing. You know, it's the wrong thing. The fact that these kids are going through active shooter drills because they're scared of dying in their schools to begin with. Like once again, America, you're missing the fucking point. You're missing the point. This teacher shouldn't even have to hand out hockey pucks because you won't part with your fucking assault rifles at home. Like get, Get out of here! I have no hate for this teacher. I applaud her for for trying to make her students feel even slightly like they have something, anything to fight back with against. Because let's face it, is a hockey puck really going to do anything? Probably not. But if you feel like you have something, maybe you're not as scared. Maybe you don't have as much anxiety. So all those people saying you're causing more, fuck off! Like the teacher, you know who knows how to teach kids better and what will help more? Teachers, teachers trust the experts. Okay. If, if she saw in her classroom that this was causing a shit ton more anxiety, she probably wouldn't do it anymore. Cause you know, who's not paying for those hockey pucks, the school, the parents, anyone she's paying for them out of her own pocket. So if she didn't think it was fucking effective, she wouldn't do it because teachers make like $20,000 a year. Yep. So everyone can keep their fucking opinions. So there's I'm real heated tonight, like real worked <laughs> up tell. because <laughs> the, the America constantly missing the point. 20 yeah. first graders were shot and died first graders first graders and now we're debating whether or not a teacher should issue hockey pucks to her kids fuck you fuck you fuck all of you not you not you but you know who i mean not you fuck you fuck you you're cool no fuck you guys you. are cool but <laughs> everybody who who thinks their right to be able to unadulterated own weapons without any accountability at all. Fuck you. Especially when you're not locking them up and keeping away from your, your mentally unstable offspring or your mentally unstable people that live in your house or people who have been tried for whooping your ass and you let them keep a gun in your house. What do you think is going to fucking happen? Ooh, do you know what I think a big, you. a big problem of it is? Obviously guns are political. Maybe we but, should do politics after this like, <laughs> thing. <maybe. laughs> I, I think a lot of it has to do with like um, how you were raised. And like, so people that are p- particularly families that are super comfortable with guns and are pro the gun laws and stuff like that were raised around guns. They went hunting or their family had guns or whatever. But it's, that's not, it's just not like it was even- Thirty years ago you know you don't you don't have the same content of video games tv shows i mean some of the shit they put on fx and i feel old saying this but even just cable television that is graphic as fuck video games um again tv shows social media like it's just not the same world so we have we we need people need to learn to adjust to that but canada england Ireland, Australia, they all have the same social media we do. They all have access to the same movies we do. You know who doesn't have the same amount of gun deaths? Canada, England, Australia, New Zealand. Because they've adapted. Is is because good. they they I've fucking changed. have gun rules. That's what yeah, I'm so saying. they Restrictive gun laws. They, right, but I'm saying because because they've changed. So okay, we are on the same team. I thought we were arguing, but no, no we're on the no, same page. No, I, I'm saying because <laughs> they've adapted. Like, they've adapted times. <laughs> she was like I, yes. I, Fight. <laughs> oh, I was probably saying it wrong. I was saying we need to change because it's not like it yes, was agreed. Yes. We agree. Yes. Agreed. Make it safer. I have, Yeah, no. Not arguing. I have with one you. more <laughs> quick, hopefully
2: quick one, and then Stacy could talk about the green MM. But so this one is weird. Okay. So Jacks can't get mad at this one. Okay. So you know how Sorry this me. thing <laughs> this thing that people can do. When they are young and they're in traumatic um instances where they disassociate. Okay. They and it can lead to DOD and it can lead to different things when they're adults, but usually it's in younger people that go through trauma that they can disassociate and be somewhere else while the trauma is happening. People are now taking that, young adults are now taking that and learning how to do it on purpose for fun, but also because life is stressful. So it's now a thing that you can learn how to do through meditation and to go to alternate worlds. And they share the practices of how to do this, how they've been able to accomplish it and what you can do in the other world that you're in. And (laughs) Jax is shaking her head like, (laughs) that's are a even lot. About? <laughs> right it's it's a lot so i'm gonna go to this article because it says but are we uh, sure that's what they're doing and they're not just faking it i mean there's a community around it so it seems they're called shifters uh um, sure but they're people are talking about if it if it's dangerous number one because you're not dealing with the stressors in your life or if it's just a safe way to kind of like playing video games, just to shift into your alternate reality and meditate and go somewhere else because you're stressed out because of school and work, is that the same as playing a video game and kind of going into that world where you can um, pretend you're not where you are? But it gets a little bit weirder um, because now they're talking about doing it for longer so i'm sorry i'm trying to find the quote right now um called respawning the idea of permanently shifting to a dream or a dream reality is known as respawning. and those who believe in the practice typically say it can occur in one of two ways either by undergoing a physical death or by leaving a clone or stand-in behind in their current body where while their soul permanently shifts um uh, so he's the first to say De fuck? <laughs> respawning <laughs> is endorsed by a small French community of shifters on YouTube. Insider found various videos and playlists that purport to use subliminal techniques which they can induce a natural death like a heart attack and respawning. These videos received between a thousand and thirty thousand views. Insider also found a number of posts where users appeared to encourage and celebrate death for the purpose of respawning. A social media app called Amino platform that allows users to chat within communities to talk about this. Several commenters under responding YouTube videos, feature users saying they can feel symptoms such as chest pains, headaches, fatigue, and breathlessness. Insider found no evidence that watching these videos can cause physical harm. Uh, this doctor primary care physician in New York said that there is nothing noted that can elicit a physiological response to induce a heart attack. However, these people watching these videos may may believe the claims and said it should serve as an indicator that they require uh, psychological support. So people are actually trying to reincarnate I guess and reincarnate into their other worlds. Can we
3: file this one in a natural selection (laughs) (laughs) with the rest of
2: the stuff? Yeah. (laughs) If we take out the respawning part do we think this could be a healthy thing or is it no matter what, it's weird and unhealthy? I
3: would love to push myself to anywhere else but where I'm at most of the time. Like life is great, life is stressful. If I could put myself on a Hawaiian beach and be like, I'm never
2: coming back. This isn't reality though. Like you can't do that. But if you had a way, if you figured out a way to... Uh, meditate into such a deep state that you were hypnotized into believing that you were on that island i mean is that unhealthy of you to do what if it turned into a nightmare dude i
3: would have to go get medication afterwards like legit call the doctor and be like something weird just happened (laughs) and it wasn't supposed to happen so we need to talk about this
2: (laughs) Yeah. I kind of feel like if if it were easy to do and if it were temporary and you could be like brought back from it easily, like if your kid needed you and they could just say, hey, mom, and you'd snap out of it, that it wouldn't be like a terrible thing to be able to meditate yourself into you really moving or somewhere else. What if you couldn't snap out Listen,
0: of it? Listen, I don't like to be a person who poos thing things people like. <laughs> yeah, like, do I don't. No, I don't. I, I think people should I think people should enjoy. I think people should enjoy things. We have so few things in this world that we can truly enjoy that like I I think you should be allowed to enjoy whatever it is. Here's the problem with this, though. Um I, I it could lead to extreme depression when you realize that this isn't your real life. Uh sure. people have responsibilities in, in in their real lives. And Also, if you, if your life is so terrible that you feel that you want to permanently respond in an alternate universe, like I understand that impulse, but you, I think these people will be better served by some self-evaluation and trying to work on their actual existence. And I'm not saying don't dream. Listen, I really want to go to Ireland. Okay. There are days that being at work is the last fucking place I want to be. So I understand the impulse. I'm not, I'm not hating on these people for having that desire to escape somewhere else. I think that's human, but what's dangerous in my opinion, especially if I were to have a teenager that was behaving this way or, or a spouse or a friend, um, what lengths would they go to if they were, cause this goes beyond meditation, right? Like meditation is just trying to calm the mind, calm the spirit so that you can find some balance. It's some like you right. Mm. But this is saying you're trying to, yeet yourself into another reality and that to me is concerning because that that has hints of suicide to it I because agree. they're willing they're to
2: responding definitely right um, so
0: i think it's actually a call for help
2: yeah so i have a question then where does this whole
3: metaverse fall into that
2: right that's what i was gonna say too do you think that it's the same thing as having a second life on the in the metaverse? because it it seems the same thing to be able to go into a video game yeah
0: and have a whole other world where
2: everything is great and you could be on that beach and you could be laying there and you're so involved in this video game that you have you know
0: have you seen the show Westworld? it's like similar to this is what it's reminding me of
2: like if you if you get to play metaverse and and second life and whatever and you feel the dopamine and the endorphin rush of thinking that you're really on this beach and it's the same thing that you get from being able to actually meditate yourself there is there a difference i guess is my question
0: i think the difference is when you cross the line of wanting to permanently end your existence in the the reality plane and be there permanently i don't think there's anything wrong with daydreaming i don't think there's anything wrong with fantasizing I don't think there's anything wrong with meditation obviously there is something wrong when you're willing to abandon your current existence and go into another one because as much as you believe it to be true that's not what's going to happen you're, yeah. you're going to be extinguished from reality and you're not going to that other place yeah. Because even if you believe in souls, even if you believe that we have this energy that pumps through us, and I don't mean souls in like a Christian or Catholic or uh, I mean we all have this energy that pumps through us that makes us who we are. That is our essence. And if you extinguish that essence, it's it's just go- it's gone. You you don't get to transfer it somewhere else. In that meditative right. state you're in, and I don't pretend to know what happens after we die. I don't know. You, you, we may have other lives. We may there may be nothing. I, I don't know, but I don't believe that you get to then choose this other reality that you were envisioning while you were existing and go there. I don't right. think that's a thing. So I would be more concerned about my loved one being willing to end their reality to go somewhere else because that's. That's depression just being managed differently.
2: That's almost like having this like great vision that heaven is a, a secluded beach. And yeah. that when you get to heaven, you're going to feel- and Maybe it is, I don't know. Sun, and it's going to be fabulous. So you want to end your life to get to heaven.
0: Sure, which is still- Suicidal. Suicidal, yeah. yeah.
2: And I guess my last question before we talk about green m ms is, mm-hmm. do you think that people doing this for fun, for recreation—I don't want to say for fun. For recreation, for whatever to avoid stress in life—is taking away from the people that had to do this for trauma. You know, isn't that kind of?
0: Uh, Listen, if if I'm laying next to you and you were stabbed fifteen times, if we're laying next to each other in a hospital and you were stabbed fifteen times and I'm laying next to you with a broken leg, we're both still hurt. Like trauma is trauma, and and. I'm not going to say any person's pain is more or less than the person sitting next to them, because you don't know what comes along with that trauma. Maybe you're broken leg. Maybe you were an Olympic runner and that trauma for you is going to be 15 fold compared to anyone else. Like, I don't, I don't think we should measure people's pain reactions or, or trauma effects or the long lasting, whatever every, every emotional disturbance causes some type of mosaic in our, our memories. And I think if people are using this in a healthy way and using it as a way to like, Oh, it's a meditation. You picture a quiet beach. You picture yourself sitting there reading. No one's around. You're just listening to the waves of the ocean, but you come out of it and you function in your life. I think that's a healthy way to, to that. That's your quiet place, I guess. Like if you find peace there, but you're still tethered to, then now hey good on you man i wish it fucking take me with you or you probably don't want anyone there but like let me know of another beach like down the road that i could also (laughs) be at without anyone around like we spend a lot of time judging and telling people how they should or shouldn't deal with trauma or how they shouldn't shouldn't deal with anything and i don't think that's right either
2: people doing this for fun to to have a relaxation in the middle of their work day they don't, they aren't, um, I don't want to say making fun of, but they aren't, um, taking away from the people that had to do it because they were
0: traumatized as a kid. One doesn't affect the other. Okay. I don't, I don't think, I don't think that if I, it's not, we say this a lot here, but it's not pie. If I do it, it doesn't mean you can't, if you get solace from it, I get solace from it. It doesn't mean there's only so much solace that can be passed around. Like it's a, yeah. it's a interpersonal working thing in my opinion. I guess I, I kind see
2: it as like, if people start doing it and it becomes like really popular and people are doing it for fun and it becomes like a regular thing that a lot of people learn how to do and everybody just does it because like, oh, I had a hard day at work. I'm going to go somewhere else for an hour. Like versus the people that actually like went through the trauma that started doing that that um They didn't get to learn how to do it. It was a trauma response for them. I feel like it. It almost it's I get what you're them. trying to say. Yeah, I get what I don't you're know trying how to say. say it, but it's. I don't know. It's like, it someone was who like was, a slap in the face to the people that had to had to do somebody that.
3: Somebody who was forced to, to do it. it as yeah. Yeah, but somebody's doing it recreationally. Somebody was forced to do it. it's right. So,
0: do we start telling people who enjoy smoking weed for recreation they can't because some people deal with it to deal with PTSD? True. Like that's a good yeah yeah. yeah. Or some people take antidepressant meds because you know their parents got divorced <laughs> and they never got over it. Versus someone who was sexually abused, should they not have access to? Yeah, I, we 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 do too much in this world as transactional or equal or it's not fair or you know. Listen, if you find something that works for you and you can maintain some semblance of mental health and normalcy, fucking go go do it. If you can escape to a beach for an hour in the middle of your work day, good on you, man. Like
3: <laughs> you escape anywhere for an hour, right? Like
0: good on you. you.
3: Where, how are you doing? What does your time schedule look like? Because I'm going to need to make some adjustments to get a free hour. <laughs> well, there. the other like... thing is
0: if you're, if you're bitter at someone else for being able to do that, you need, that requires some self-reflection. Yeah. You need to figure yeah. out why you're angry that someone else has that ability to like, that's a pretty selfish reaction to it. Some people have way better coping skills than other people.
2: Yeah. Yeah, on me. <laughs> All right, green M and Stacy. Green M and
1: Oh, jeez.
2: Well, okay. So there's two
1: things that have come up. One was this morning. So the first thing was the. The M and M's M and M's is is redoing their characters a tiny bit, making them more accessible. Like even
0: like and different shoes. Age, they they literally
1: <laughs> the green M M&M and M now has on like leggings and tennis shoes instead <laughs> of heels. But there's another M M&M and M that still has heels, and so and it and it is weird that that character in the past has been so sexualized. Like that is a weird thing. But man, it's like Smurfette to me. Yeah, like. That's your husband you've yeah. got <laughs> to be republicans, or, there's republicans are real upset about it for whatever reason especially especially tucker carlson was like i mean he had a green m M&M
0: m fantasy that i don't even want to
1: right like yeah. his his comments on it were lightly and of course this is not verbatim like I used to want to fuck that M and now I don't want to fuck that Eminem anymore. And what are they going to do? Make all these asexual cartoon characters in the future? Like, yeah, maybe they're, it's even Eminem.
2: So get being annoyed with the cancel culture thing. Like when everybody was like, we need to cancel... A lot of stuff around Pepe Le Pew time, like Mr. Potato Head, which was not even right, what they were trying to do. Some of that
1: stuff, yeah, some of that stuff's not even what they're doing. And and I, know. I support the Pepe Le Pew stuff. He was right; he, he was a, a lecherous, creepy
2: character. For like sure. a just he, it disgusting. was sexual assault. But yes,
0: you don't want your boys should. behaving that way. Like no. that's not right. the boy he I'm raising.
2: but no. I do get the frustration behind some people saying that there is like too much cancel culture where we're trying to to politically correct everything but I think there's I think there's a different
1: cancel culture and like a brand making a decision to update their things Up to make, make them more inclusive of, of everybody That's what I was getting at yeah so the other one that happened was is Minnie Mouse people are very upset. upset about it and let me just say like again it's such a case of um not reading the article
0: Yes. Yes. Like
1: <laughs>
2: not okay. Not tell reading me, the article, I just saw the headline. What's? Why did she need a pantsuit instead of her little skirt? Because Stella McCartney designed an outfit
1: specifically for the Disneyland Paris 30th anniversary, which also happens to be during International Women's Month. Oh. Okay. So that's the costume that she'll have for that month for the anniversary. That's it. Okay. Yeah, she's not cool. gonna never wear a dress anymore. Right. She still has a bow in her hair. Newsflash, sometimes girls wear pants. (laughs) I know that's going to, like, blow some minds. Also, why are
0: you worried about a mouse anyway? (laughs) Literally.
2: (laughs) Not you. Not
0: you. Like, why are you worried about a mouse? I know. I know what you meant.
2: If they're trying to change her outfit for a reason, like, I'd want to know the reason. Because she's, like, a cartoon character that's been the same for... But also, Ever. like, I if mean, you're yeah, someone has who's a little d- iconic outfit, so if there's a if man, you're then, like, someone a who's
1: a Disney fan, you know that they're not always in the same costume. I can yeah. tell you specifically, like, specific costumes that they wear for specific holidays and events right. in the parks, and they constantly change. They have Halloween costumes. They have, they have anniversary costumes. They have
2: Christmas costumes. They have. Right. But if they're going to change her, her normal everyday outfit so that now when I watch Mickey Mouse Club, she's going to be wearing a pantsuit instead of her little skirt. Like I know it's literally
1: (laughs) a temporary blue tuxedo, which is super cute. Super cute. cute. In March, it's got little bows on the pockets. It's so cute. Stella McCartney designed it. For the month of March, in Paris, like, not even here.
0: I, it, it, it's it all. It's a hailback to right now. If you turn on Fox for News right now, they're losing their minds over Joe Biden getting ice cream on a Tuesday. Like well, losing
1: Candace, Candace Owens, their minds said that they're trying to make Minnie Mouse more masculine. First of all, what about this suit is inherently masculine?
2: It's blue. It's got a bow. It's got polka dots. It it's, it's got
1: little bows on its pants and apparently that is somehow it's just, I think it's
2: definitely like you said it's a case of not reading the article because that's what happened with
1: Mr. Potato Head.
3: Being right. just, really just nobody wants to change. Nobody there wants any type of change like yeah. Why, why are they not wearing the wigs from 1776 and their little leotards and everything else? Because nobody wants to change anything from that point in time to where we are now. And that's not where we're at anymore. Yeah. Let the mouse wear a pantsuit. Let the MM wear some tennis
0: shoes.
2: Like, <laughs> who gives this
0: shit? You know what's funny, Amy? Is like, if you actually have to say that out loud, like, <laughs> it's just, let the MM wear tennis shoes. Like, okay, first of all, Tucker m ms aren't re- like you're they're not actually dressing themselves like and if you're attractive, you, them that's a little bit of cannibalism which is a whole different thing if really you
3: ever go to his house here's a message for anybody who personally knows him do not eat from his candy bowl because <laughs> yeah. obviously eh, you just don't know
2: he might it's, be jerking it into the candy well bowl. it's so funny because <laughs> they're
0: constantly accusing the left of canceling things but bro, you're, you're worried about fucking eminent, like when we cancel people, it's because they fucking raped someone or right. <laughs> beat someone up or, you know, like, or sexually harass someone at work in an, in a, like. When we were are canceling, when the left is canceling people, it, someone was injured. No one's being injured by the fucking M M's. No one's being injured by Minnie Mouse. No one's being fucking injured. They're cartoons, you dumb fuck. Like one is a one is a candy, the other's a mouse. You they're creepy so motherfucker. About
1: these ones though, because they're female. And they're right. being less sexual because did anybody get mad when the Jack from Jack in the Box had a new look or when Ronald McDonald looked less like a fucking nightmare? No, not one single person was mad about that.
0: Well, for the for the party that's so concerned about government overreach and letting small business and letting businesses make their own decisions, but number one, they're super pissed about Carhartt, and number two, they're real mad about M Ms and and you know what don't eat another fucking m M&M. and uncle ben
1: and, and jemima and
0: all of the things yeah don't give a shit man don't do it anyway then don't yeah. then don't that's fucking that's masturbate that's into your m&m's right. you fucking that's weirdo that's <laughs> yeah exactly. like
2: you know what's fantastic about the car thing number one is that i'm going to go to goodwill and i'm going to score a shit ton of car for 9.99 but also because my youngest is obsessed with car so it's fantastic right now but also i saw this tiktok of a lady responding to a guy cutting all the carhartt labels off of his i home. just sent this to you jack
0: oh did you He's I... saying,
2: <laughs> i'm not burning them i'm not donating them but i'm cutting the carhartt label off because i don't want to support carhartt anymore and that'll I, show I'm them not gonna wear it right it's still good workwear and this lady responds and says well i see that you um also drive a ford and ford now has For anybody that doesn't know, Carhartt now has like mandatory vaccines for their employees, so people are canceling Carhartt. Ford also has mandatory vaccines for their employees, and so does Fox News. To get rid of Fox News, (laughs) you need to get rid of your (laughs) and Google that you're recording this on and the Ford you drove in on. And and she goes on and And
3: Google and don't
2: don't look it up because Google
3: has a mandate.
0: I got to tell you it's guys, one of the popular things I posted on Facebook, probably so far this year. And I was so proud of myself because I came up with it all on my own. <laughs> there was this meme. It was a girl that, that's out here posted this meme about like basically fuck Carhartt or whatever, but it was like a share from something else. So I went on to the share thing just to go through the comments and read it. And all these people are like, I'm getting rid of my Carhartt, blah, 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 blah. And I was so proud of myself. I said, Y'all are going to be real cold headed to the doctors in this cold ass weather without your heart <laughs> <laughs> jackets. I was like, scored, and, and people are like, I love this comment. I'm like, he it that all by myself. I was real well, proud of us.
2: Also, I'm mad that I didn't wait like two weeks
0: because I just ordered my
2: daughter's like all her birthday shit from Carhartt. And then like it's two expensive. Weeks later, now it's like, oh man, I could have got all this stuff for like way cheaper. You,
0: you don't get to be the people who want less government oversight and then be mad when businesses make a decision for themselves. Like you don't get to be, but let me tell you how to
1: run your business. Right. (laughs) Like
0: it has to be their decision. It has to line up with the way they think. Like get over yourselves, man. Fox news requires a mandate. If you are not vaccinated and work for Fox news, you you are subjected to, to twice a week testing. Okay. Fox news, you dumb motherfuckers who I know none of you listen to this podcast, but you, you, the, every major company is a, because most people believe in common sense science. Most fucking people do like you guys have gone so far off the deep end with this shit. It never had to be this. It never had to And just for the, the basic concept of, of being pragmatic, Carhartt doesn't want all of their employees out sick at the same time, the same reason all other businesses are struggling right yeah. now to stay open. The more people that are infected, the more they have to stay out. It, it's beneficial to their bottom line. They're, this isn't some social justice stance they're taking. They're not being like, oh, we're liberal now. They're trying to keep their fucking doors open. Like (laughs) having people vaccinated keeps production going. You guys are approaching this as some type of like leftist propaganda. It's not. They're just trying to keep their doors open. That's all it is. So stop. Just not, not everything's about you, Kyle. It's just not fucking about you.
2: Please. If you're going to hate on Carhartt, don't burn the items. Just donate them. to (laughs) Yeah. For those of us that will go pick them up for a low, low, like quarter of the price.
0: What is everyone obsessed with this week? I didn't get to do mine. Oh, I'm sorry. You're right, Joel. I'm sorry. Go, Julie's got her five minute of good news. <laughs> okay, I've got five minute of good news. I I added one more to mine, so I've got three three quick things that I'll do real quick. So I did Put want one to space. I did want to hold on. I'm not, I'm going to do this one first. Cause I think this is even more important than space this week. That black history month is Tuesday, February 1st. And every year they do a theme and this year's theme is black health and wellness, where they're going to basically observe and acknowledge how Western medicine has, um, been racist essentially towards black people. And, um, Celebrate the legacy of Black contributors, scholars, and practitioners in Western medicine. So not only are they going to look at how Western medicine has been discriminatory, but also all of the amazing Black people that have been a part of advancing Western medicine. So I thought we we needed to give a nod to Black History Month starting on Tuesday. Um, Also, now to space. Um, So today give me just one second here cuz I don't want to get the wording wrong. Totally. So e- I just so, love you. <laughs> <laughs> so every year um NASA has a day of day of um mourning and honoring the uh, the people that have died, you know, the astronauts, the Apollo 1 happened 55 years ago. So it's every year on January uh 27th, but I so I wanted to acknowledge that, that that was yesterday, but today is specifically is remembering the challenger crew, because that just happened in 1985. And when there's, what happened was there were seven members on board when the, when their spaceship took off a joint failed after only 73 seconds and the whole thing blew up and they all died. And that was exactly what, you started. know, I actually remember watching this happen. Really? It's one really really? like, of clearest memories. I was sitting on the floor at our, our Pleasanton house, Jewel, on that uh, big ass yeah. TV where you had to like click the the controller around. And I was only what, four, three, four, something like that. It's, yeah, it was 36 and years ago. Yeah, so I was four. So my mom was like, it's really important for you to watch this. Like, blah, blah, blah. There's a woman on board. She's a teacher, yada, yada. And I watched the whole thing explode. Yeah. And she was like, okay, let's turn it off.
1: (laughs) (laughs) I I can imagine how many kids that happened to, you know what I mean? That were like such an exciting thing. Let's watch it and see what happens. And then like, just
0: horror. well, Sally ride was like, it it was a, yeah, it was a whole thing. So it was, yeah, she was just like, okay, we're going to turn it off now because, Hey, yeah. But I remember it's one of my, only like you know how you only have real like clear memories as a kid yes. it's one of my only clear fucking memories laying on the the ground with my hands on my chin watching it and watching it explode i was just like
1: isn't that weird how is that supposed that to happen? happen i have one too and it wasn't that it was the loma prieta earthquake
0: mm. okay i we remember it, that too
3: we
1: lived yes. in fremont so technically we lived in niles so we were like right on the like you know like right in the whatever and i remember i remember being at home my brothers were all at the neighbor's house watching the world series and i was watching with my mom we were in a rocking chair i remember the like tv going out i remember her taking me into the bathroom like in the door jam and she still something fell and hit her and cracked her elbow and she broke a bone
0: i was finishing a book report and my orange juice spilled on it and this dum-dum was upstairs watching tv and she goes, "Wee!" <laughs> I'll never I remember, That's I what, what I remember. From. I was looking and out.
2: And the she was pressed board.
0: against a window. But yeah. <laughs> my
2: brother and I were watching to see if the cars would hit together in the McDonald's parking lot because they were rocking so hard. Oh my
0: gosh. That's
1: crazy. Yeah. It was three days
2: after my third birthday. That's my first memory.
0: I was in I fourth grade, you young, young baby. wow oh. It's fourth grade. You're so great. Oh, yeah. yeah. <laughs> Okay. I have one more. Um, This is a little bit more uplifting instead of the really sad space (laughs) stuff that I had this week. Um, So I didn't know if you guys knew this. I'm sure the ones that were in the military probably did, but I thought this was really cool. Um, So 20, so since 1967, the Navy has been using dolphins and sea otters to tag People in mines, so they're trained to go out there. Could you imagine going on to being a navy sea or a third world country attacker and going and having a seal pop up and pop and they put they attach a buoy to them and float the diver up to the top with a buoy attached to it? I think that's so fucking cool. they also mark mines in the in the yeah. mark yeah. and they mark mines. So they've been doing this since 1967. So they do the training for them in San Diego, but there's a specific base that uses them the most, I guess. It's 20 miles off of Seattle called Naval Base Kitsap. I wasn't sure if you guys knew Mm -hmm. what naval base that was, but I just thought that was really freaking cool. So it says here that they deployed military dolphins as early as the Vietnam war and as recently as 2003 and on the invasion in Iraq. Mm-hmm. Fucking cool! I didn't know you could be a dolphin, or military trainer. Like I think that's so cool. And they're not even paid. Ugh, Dolphins aren't crazy. even paid. The otters aren't yeah, that paid. That wage
2: gap.
1: fish, and the sea like are treated. Could you imagine if a little otter came up to you and was like, <laughs> "Like I would, I
0: would cry." Right. And tagged you, <laughs> but well, you're gonna die because that little fucker just got you. And now you're like, oh, <laughs>
1: but I think I'd be okay with it. because It's be all like, <laughs> <laughs> it just and then it just floats away, holding
0: hands <laughs> it, floats away on its belly. Yeah. <laughs> so, yeah, I thought that that was really cool, but yeah. that's all I got this week. Yeah. All right, what's everyone obsessed with?
2: Okay, so I because I had COVID, um, we spent a lot of time at home, but also in normal days too. We play a shit ton of board games here, um, and we've been really into it, family game night. And I just wanted to recommend some great games if any of our listeners do family game nights. Um, I highly recommend Skull King by Grandpa Bex. Um, Cover Your Assets is another one by Grandpa Bex. It's good for adults and kids. Both of those are uh, older kids, not younger kids. If you have younger kids, I highly recommend. Taco Cat Pizza, super funny, super fun to play. It's a fast-paced. Um, it's good for adults and little kids. Uh, I'd say five to I mean, we're adults and we get the giggles too. Um, and uh five crowns is one that we all enjoy. It's a lot like rummy, but with a twist. And my husband and I play it by ourselves sometimes, um, when the girls are both at work late at night and we have some time to ourselves. So those are just some really good board games for anybody that's stuck at home or just like skate nights.
0: Oh, those are good. Have have you ever played Speakeasy? No. It's where you put the thing in your mouth and you have to sit there. Yes. Maybe that's I the name of a bar. Maybe it and it's and called speak, speak Out or something like I that. I think it's speak out, yeah. Speak out, yeah. And you put- Speakeasies were Underground on bars in the 1920s during, during Prohibition. <laughs> yeah. Prohibition.
2: Speak out. You <laughs> put called- the like thing
1: in your mouth that like spread You from knock twice on the door past, and then you tell
0: <laughs> them I don't, don't understand words. how anyone, past anyone past. confuses us on here. I just password. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Okay. I'll go over what I'm obsessed with. I got a new Xbox and it's really fucking cool. I didn't know that you could get the Xbox app on your phone, so I can literally control can control my Xbox, turn it off and on, and anything from my cell phone. It which isn't is badass? Yeah, a <laughs> I didn't think it was gonna make that big a difference, but it makes a huge difference. Like the graphics in it are so much brighter and so much more. Because in- I had like the original Xbox One like when it first came out. So I didn't have 4k. I didn't have any of that stuff. This is like a whole different game for me. I'm like, I didn't know their hair shined in the game. I can't wait to play <laughs> call of duty on it. It's like, so the graphics are so much better on it. So I've been pretty obsessed with that this week.
1: I um, What am I obsessed with? Tuesday was scout's birthday. So she's officially won. And I haven't posted anything about it on Instagram or anything like Piper, you know, big photo sheet, the whole thing. Take all the pictures, have a little birthday party. I had to postpone it. So it'll be tomorrow. I'll give her her presents and like take her little pictures or whatever. Um, A, because Tuesday I was just super busy, but also she got groomed and looked... Like an old timey man. Someone who would like engage in fisticuffs. (laughs) So I was like, okay, well, that's kind of shitty. And then just, so I'm like, oh, I'll do like little pictures and take her to the dog park and whatever. But she's officially a year old and she's
0: still just such a puppy. Thor just turned one last Sunday.
1: Yeah. Yeah. I forget how close they are in age. Mm
0: -hmm. Prince Thor.
1: Oh, I know. (laughs) My other thing I'm obsessed with, I didn't get it, but Emily got an Oculus.
0: That is cool.
1: Yes. Yeah. Like, I think she's kind of got me convinced that maybe I need to get one also.
0: Now, do you need somebody to supervise you while you're doing it? Because I've seen people <laughs> break their TVs and yeah, stuff. Yeah.
1: I don't know. That's a good question. Like she has games that she can play like sitting down. There's like all these like mystery things or whatever, but like and an Oculus for people
0: that don't know. is like a virtual reality game. Yeah. yeah,
1: I guess it depends on like where you're doing it, but I, I think you would be able to do it fine by yourself because it sets up like a perimeter, like you like set up a perimeter and oh, stuff. Okay. So then, if you're getting too close to like where you have the perimeter set up, it'll like. I've seen the TikToks where people thing.
0: are like falling down stairs. Yeah, and my favorite. Yeah, <laughs> That's the FYI, first time though. I put it
2: on,
1: it was super weird.
2: Uh There's a TikTok of a lady giving a warning out where her like. Eight-year-old got a game, she didn't review the game first and said, Go ahead and get it. And it was a drinking game, but it's a virtual reality drinking game. So oh, interesting. you play drinking games sitting at a bar, and the more you have to drink, the more the vision of the headset gets blurry oh, and swervy. <laughs> And so he came in after like an hour or two and he said, Mom, I'm sick. I threw up. And she's like, you're just trying to get out of school tomorrow. And he's like, mm-hmm. no, I'm sick. I threw up in my trash can. Here you go. You can Look at it. And she, she like should have been checking his game. She checked out <laughs> the game. And it turns out it makes you feel so drunk in the headset. Yeah. Ew, he
0: went that way. Yeah. I, really like like I really like drunk. Beat
2: Saber, which is kind of
1: a mix between like Just Dance and like lightsabers.
0: Oh, that's and cool. Almost kind of
1: like Fruit Ninja where oh, you have, like, so them you. or whatever. I, know. I was going to say you so fucking nerdy, nerd. Like, but, <laughs> yeah. just like, even just the like even just the like when you put it on and you're like, whoa, like I'm in a ski chalet now instead of like the loft. It's really, it's cool. It's weird. I want to get one. Yeah, they're oh, Do you have to cool. connect it to your Facebook? I read somewhere you had to do that. Well, they're the ones who made it. I don't know if you, ha- I think, I think maybe that's part of the setup thing because okay. I think she can like she like sent me messages from it like on
3: Facebook oh, okay. Messenger.
0: But How cool. Really I'm, cool. Damn. I'm gonna have to get one. Amy, what are you obsessed with?
3: Uh, I'm obsessed with escaping my reality. And anyway, anyway. <laughs> yep. <laughs> no, um definitely some shows. Euphoria, I am like super obsessed with. I'm actually watching the uh, extra ones right now with Rue and Jules. Because I had nothing to watch all week. So I started to get into them.
0: I Are those am, pretty good. Aaron said last week they were they were good. What do you think?
3: Um I'm only halfway through ruse and I'm pretty into it. Like it definitely, okay. yeah, it's pretty good. Okay. Um I'm also like obsessed with plants. I went down this rabbit hole during quarantine and it's starting to get a little out of hand i have about mm, 25 live plants in my house that i'm keeping alive in addition to my two children <laughs> and myself and my husband <laughs> so yeah i have like a plant light to grow them because it's winter and they don't get light what
0: kind of plants are you growing over there um well i have
3: some spider plants snake plants lavender nothing apple. you can roll
0: up and smoke huh Oh, yeah. <laughs> yeah, it's not legal there. Oh, okay. oh my bad, my bad. she's not doing that. <coughs> oh. Oh, my, my bad, goodness, my, my <laughs> We're well, <they're> not recording.
2: <laughs> Tomato plants is what they're called. <laughs> yeah, yeah. That, I don't
3: know what else I have. I think that might be about it. I have a couple like little other weird succulent type plants, but I went off the deep end with them, and now they're my new babies.
0: Good for you. I do not have a green thumb. and Me either. Not. My bush died this. Like, my front yard bushes <laughs> died. How does a bush die?
2: <laughs> That's funny.
0: Um, number one, I am obsessed with uh, fucking 49ers, all right? uh yeah how
1: do I not say that I don't
0: know but I'm gonna do it 49ers we're in the NFC championship game also I'm kind of loving so so the Super Bowl this year is at SoFi Stadium for those that don't know that's in Southern California and specifically Inglewood and I am dying laughing because people from everywhere have to deal with California's COVID restrictions and it's so funny to, to see people like lose it over the restrictions <laughs> they're putting in place and I'm just like uh what did you think with the same Florida motherfucker like what did you think was going to happen like yeah there's going to be here. some restrictions yeah Who's, welcome is, is Miami hosting the Super Bowl this year No, SoCal like... is. Oh, I got. So that's why yeah, people yeah, yeah, pissed yeah. off about the okay. So we'll be watching 49ers this weekend. Uh very excited. You know what though? Last weekend was such good football weekend like it so good it, it was it was so good i haven't been that invested in like all football games in years in all, every yeah. game yeah so it was it was a good football game um who do they the play other this thing weekend? what's that who do they play this weekend um the rams y- yes which is a big deal because the rams are that so far is their home so right. yeah 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 oh that'll so it's, be good it's gonna, well it is gonna be a good game um I'm excited about it. I you know what? Playoffs are always fun. It's like you made it that far, even when everyone counted you out at the beginning. So I'm thoroughly happy with our season, however, it turns out like we had a great oh, because season. A month ago? Yeah. We were we we're, we're wild card. We're wild cards. So we're in the play, mm-hmm. like we're in the NFC championship game. So I'm very excited about that. Uh, <coughs> excuse me. The other thing I'm obsessed with is just obviously COVID ran its ass through my house everyone got it. Uh, then Lincoln got sick. So we covered all that in the beginning. Um, it, uh, uh, the other thing, um, God, I I'm just fucking. So for those of you that don't live in California, which I know, I think like 40% of our listeners do, but the weather here, it's just been fucking fantastic. And I'm not just trying to be an asshole. Like, and be like, Oh, you don't live in California. Fuck you. It's, it's been terrible. like 65 degrees it's terrible in the day between 61 and like 65 and i just I'm, i hate it you really do would, hate it
2: i would we too. need rain
0: girl we oh we're rain. gonna get we're gonna get rain in march don't worry about it but the it's just okay, been california oh sunshine so, well, here's the rain. thing yeah, i love it it's been so it's been so fucking depressing with covid and everything going on and like we talked about in the first half where it's like We feel super isolated having a kid and stuff, like a kid under five that can't get vaccinated. When you can go outside and the the sun feels good on you, like it's just, it's an immediate mood boost. Again, 20 minutes or 10 minutes outside improves your mood by 20 minutes, go to your local parks. Um, it's just, it's, it's been really nice. I don't miss Pennsylvania weather even a little bit, like even a fucking little bit. So, um, yeah, go Niners. Oh, the other shows I started watching, Pivot, super fucking funny. Yeah, Pivoting. Delightful. So okay. They're 30 minute episodes. That's great. Um, I also started watching The Gilded Age on HBO and it got a lot of hate because everyone's like, oh, it's not Downson Abbey. Well, yeah, it's not fucking Downson Abbey. Like, but I... I find it delightful and I'm truly invested in it. It takes a lot for me to get invested in like 1800s bullshit, but I'm, I'm there. Uh, The characters are, you can see that they're setting them up to be, we're such like an instant gratification culture now that like, we want everything to be like exciting and, and dominating, like right from the get go. But you can tell, and maybe it's the writer in me. The character building starting at this first episode because only one episode's out. So for people who are like, Well, it's not Downs and Abbey, you've seen one fucking episode. Downs and Abbey had a whole run, like the characters are very deep, it's it's very entertaining. And I'm gonna remind everyone: I watch TV that makes me not stress. So if you like to if you use TV as like an escapism, um pivot uh, is very good. And also I, cause they're only 30 minutes. I started watching a single drunk female also very entertaining. So if you have Hulu single drunk female pivot, and then on HBO, uh, gilded age are all very, very good. So that's my, I want to give another shout out to that four hours at the Capitol. Mm-hmm if whoever's listening hasn't watched it, I finally watched it and holy fuck, I could watch it again. I'm probably going to like my mind, the stuff that those officers, that those officers endured and the shit that they dealt with, it just blew my mind. Like how awful people were. And the, the, um, Nancy Pelosi's assistant, how, when she started crying and talking, it was just so fucking heartbreaking. And I know not every single Trump supporter was those people in there or whatever, but. Fuck what, you for still supporting him. Yeah. Yeah. Basically like, look at what the fuck he created. And the fact that he did that to his fellow congressman and wouldn't make a fucking announcement earlier. Like I, I, I was sitting there thinking because we still have, we still go through, um, Jax, you're gonna kill me for not knowing what this term is. We don't do the popular vote, the collegiate electoral vote.
1: college. Yeah. Electoral
0: college. That's what I was like. Thank you. Um, I was actually thinking, like, let's say Trump reign again, and states, st- or and, and let's say he won the popular vote. He pissed off so many of those fucking people that day. I don't know that the electoral college wouldn't give a fuck about who their state voted for and go against them. Like that's a shit ton of Trump voters have died because of COVID. So I'm not worried about it. A lot of those people are pissed off about how he handled that though. And rightfully so. But that documentary, if you have, it's an hour and a half and it's, you guys were so spot on. It's such a good documentary. That yeah, fucking- I'm not one to typically defend cops. Those cops did the best they could in that situation. Like that was. Needs a fucking award for how he, how yep, he had the mind those people were following him and he had the mind to lead them into the to take the long way and then lead him into other cops like he he was a fucking hero in my eye Agree. everybody else that was there but when he was smart enough to do that when people were literally chasing him up the stairs to lead them in the opposite direction when you hear about good good cops that's who you picture exactly yeah Mm -hmm. exactly all right that's it for us this week um yeah. I mean, that's it for us this week. Have so. a good weekend. Bye. Uh, Bye. <laughs> oh, oh, one thing. Sorry, everyone. For, uh, we keep getting new listeners because of our Taylor Swift version. Um, we're going to do another Taylor Swift podcast here in a few weeks. Don't worry. Um, I've got some great comparisons for, uh, Emily Dickinson and, um, we're going to get into it. So nerd alert. Yeah. And we're going to get in a little bit deeper to folklore and evermore. So um, I know we've gained several hundred of you because of those episodes. So we will be coming back with Taylor. So if we're going to try and do one a month, um, we'll do them as frequently as we can. It's hard wrangling everyone. Anne's a very important person. So it's hard getting her nailed down. And Aaron, for whatever fucking reason. So. (laughs) (laughs) All right. Have a great weekend. Go Niners. Bye. 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 Bye, mom. Fierce fan
3: media.